Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, here with my co-host, Laurel Boyven. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. I just said to Laurel, we're back in the Laurel zone, right, Laurel? <laughs> Welcome back to the Laurel zone. <laughs> the Laurel and Laurel show. <laughs> That's right. I, um, uh, you know, it's still funny. It's still kind of new to me. Now we've been together and doing our podcasting for over a year. We're 13, probably a little over 13, 14 months into our friendship and our podcasting relationship. And uh, it's still feels new and fun and um and still is always such a surprise that I have like a bestie called Laurel. <laughs> Me so too. It, yeah, I mean yeah. I, every time I tell someone about you know us us being brought together um by the universe through Instagram, mm-hmm. it, it blows my mind still that we have found this space to talk about all this good, rich stuff this inner work and good conversation and what are the chances me being in New Hampshire you being in Virginia us having never met before when we started it is beautiful it's a beautiful piece of my beautiful life it's a beautiful piece of my beautiful life too so uh friends out there we are here to help you find your beautiful life, grow your beautiful life, create your beautiful life, however you want to call it. And, um, and that's what our podcast is all about. So today, today we have a topic for you that Laurel actually said this. I don't know if she said it on another podcast or whether she said it to me when we were kind of in between podcasting, but the moment it came out of your mouth, Laurel, I was like, we are doing a podcast on that because it is a topic that I have so many clients struggle with, and it's been my own struggle. And so I hope that we can shed some light. The topic we're calling it um, the inner work of justice or justice without judgment. And ooh, so if you're feeling like, what, 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 <laughs> what, what did you just say, Laurel? I have no idea what this topic is. We are going to break it down for you and we're going to dig right in. So Laurel, Yes. I feel like how this shows up mostly for clients and did for me was through the phrase, well, that's not fair. Mm. That's, that's not a good fair. <laughs> Why do they, what, what, how come that's not fair? Ooh, that's, yeah. that's a problematic statement. <laughs> it, is it is and it might be true but ultimately it doesn't matter and i you know when i hear it's not fair that leads me to the question what is fair yeah and and i don't mean what is fair in the tit for tat fairness you know an eye for an eye fairness yeah um 
philosophy that we often hear as fairness. Yeah. Um, but as a concept, yeah. as a yeah. philosophy, what, what is fair? Yeah, yeah. And what does that mean to you? And why does it matter to you? How does it matter to you? How do you make it matter in different situations? So when I say, and it doesn't matter, what I mean is I've learned how to disentangle fairness from what matters to me. And I think of it in other terms. So I think of justice, yeah. right? Releasing judgment, um, knowing that the world is swirling and moving and there's so many parts and I'm such a tiny piece of it all. And that when we look at individual parts and individual situations, they aren't always happening in what in a way that might feel fair to us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you know, when you think about, um, you know, when we're looking for fairness, we're looking for justice, right? And so, you know, back to the, our kind of topic of justice without judgment, mm -hmm. it's really, we have to, for me, it's an opportunity to not make it about myself, but make it about a bigger collective, yeah. you know, yeah. a community, you know, a world, right? Um, yeah. Not, not me because when it is just me that's when it triggers something isn't fair and I'm not getting what I deserve right mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. someone else can have it it's not fair that I don't have that too or if yeah. someone else can get away with something you know they they shouldn't be able to get away with that because I'm not allowed to get away with that right and so yeah, yeah. taking it to a bigger broader perspective has always helped me you know look at how to bring a nod non-judgment into justice yeah 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 and to stay in your own lane to yes extent, right yes yeah to keep coming back into your own lane and saying um well you could get away with it maybe if you really tried but do you want to i don't i don't want to get away with dishonest behavior i don't, I don't that's not going to make me feel good i'm not wired that way i'm going to feel guilty i'm going to feel like crud i'm going to you know, be lying in bed awake at night going, oh my God, I did that. I did that. You know? Like, yes. Okay. So this is, this is the inner work that we're talking about. The inner work of justice, right. Is calling yourself into this experience of, okay, it might not be fair, but what is that? What, so what does that mean to you? What do you want to, and what do you want to do with that? How do you want to think about it? So it doesn't feel like it's draining your life energy, so to speak. Right. Right. And often I ask the question, how is it harming me, right? Often when we're looking for fairness, it, yeah. it's as a result or a reaction to something, a wound that we have, right? Or an injustice that's been done to us or something that we are, you know, lacking, right? And so where is that? What is that wound or need that you feel will be filled if you force something to be fair. Right, right, or different, right? Yeah. And, and I think that it, it also is a way of helping you <clears throat> begin to organize your life to in a, in a way that feels like you are aligned with your value system. The work of inner justice, right, of looking at this topic is what is right and true and important to you on, and, and then aligning your life 
that way and your own behavior, your thinking, all of that. And that's the journey. Yeah. Amen. Right. And, and to look and know that other people have different values. They're not going to align like you do. And so it may not seem fair or right, but it is the way of the world. It is that we, we are, we are all creating a oneness, right. With all our variety and yeah. Yes. So it's interesting. I want to tell the story of how, when we were talking about this topic, um, I had mentioned when I was in college, uh, it was in the eighties. And so, you know, buttons were big to do. And I had a big button that I used to wear all the time. I carried it with me everywhere. And it said, if you want peace, work for justice. Now, keep in mind, I was in school for paralegal studies and I was much, I was learning and consuming and devouring because I loved it, the legal systems and justice and, and the law. And, um, and, you know, in my twenties, that was very much black or white because it was about the external system and rules. Now I may have said this in a previous podcast or not. I don't know, but I also was a rule follower because I, I, I was in a Catholic college. I had been to Catholic school, all of my school schooling 16 years of catholic college lots of rules I, there <laughs> I, uh-huh yes i i was living with lots of rules and mm-hmm. so as you know as i've as i've aged and kind of come into an experience with what's true for me right what are my values what are my boundaries and being able to respect other people to have the autonomy to have their own right Right. bringing it full circle back to, you know, it, it works for me. And if every person has their own and I find more and more people that are in alignment with me, not in a group think way, but in a collective community way where we are all living within an alignment structure of our values and caring for each other that's the place I want to live. That's the world I want to live, right? Uh-huh. Now that doesn't always, it's not the world as we know it, but can I find that piece of the world and can I help create it on a larger scale, you know, starting small, yeah. right? Right, right. And, and I, yeah, and I think of that as like uh, how we do the beautiful life, right? You do the beautiful work, you create your beautiful life in your own space, and then you start, moving it outward, right? The ripples yes. start going out from there. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's such internal work, which yeah. is exactly what we talk about in every episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Laurel, I want to, um, because I know that you have such a great uh, education in this and has such, you know, steeped in experience in this way. Can you, will you define justice for our listeners, you know, based on how you like learned it back in the law, the days of working in, in the law? world and and then maybe like how that differs from inner justice because i feel like there's an outer justice which is the law system that we we've created right as humans people in the world men mostly in the world right i don't know how many women have been involved in that and then um uh inner justice which is more like what we're talking about like our own value system is really set up really creates the the justice system internally, right? But how yeah. would you describe justice, like in, in your in your work world back in the well, day? You know, I mean, 
just uh, justice, you know, in that legal structure, or even I'm going to say, you know, in a Catholic school structure, whatever structure yeah. it is that puts the rules um, and the, you know, process procedures. And so in the legal space, you know, the, the process and procedures are considered to be fair and um, applied across the board. Right, right, right. equally to all people. That's right. That's what and we so, would hope for. That's yeah. right. And so they rely, the, any system relies heavily on process and procedures and, right. and regulation or rules as in place to keep, uh, you know, keep things equitable. Right, right. Because and if, you, we, if you follow the rules and everybody follows those rules, Right. Um, then it is fair treatment. And then, of course, as we know in the, le- in the you know, at least the U.S. legal system where that's where we get into the personal, you know, a jury trial, right? There are process and procedures, but each person then brings some of their own experience and judgment into the justice system, yeah. right? Right, and, right. And, uh-huh. and, and so judgment, yeah. and values. you know, you, yeah. And values and, and you right. say, you know, bias is a good word, yeah. you know, and that's why there's so much um, reliance on process and procedures and taking away our individual opportunity to define what it means to us. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's good. And it's just to keep us safe. Right, right. To keep us safe and to keep us hopefully um, healthy, ultimately, right? Yes, um, yes. Yeah. And, and so, you know, the, the, the complications come when it feels like, oh, it's not fair, it's not fair. I think complications come from a place where our, our systems are flawed based on the flawed humans that have actually been the ones that wrote them, created them, experienced them, you know, execute the law and all of that. And, and that's where we have to wrestle with the re- and the reality is they're not perfect because we're not perfect. No. And, and yeah. we've talked about before in other podcasts about how we're always changing and growing and evolving. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so we do that as individuals, but somehow we don't, we don't tolerate systems or processes also changing and evolving. Right. Right. And that's, yeah. you know, it's almost as if we expect the systems and processes that keep that are designed by a, you know, a government or a bigger entity than us could be a church, you know, those processes and procedures that are designed to keep us safe. We begin to judge because we're, we weren't the ones creating those systems and processes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. so what if we allowed systems and processes to change mm-hmm. and grow and evolve? Yeah, which might right. be the place that we're in right now in the world. Yeah. 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 And I think for, for many people, you know, the struggle today is that we feel like we've taken steps backwards rather than forwards. And so how do we, how do we look through a lens that says, Hmm, what's happening here? You know, it might not feel right and just and fair to us, but where is, and then coming back to, okay, this doesn't, this doesn't fit with my value system. And then coming back to how am I going to engage with this process in a way where I feel like, I am, I am exercising my power to the best of my ability, because ultimately that's all we have, right? Is our vote, our actions, our words, and how are we going to engage these in a way that feels like we're contributing 
so that we can put our head on the pillow at night and go, okay, I did what I could do today to yeah towards what I care about, what matters this, to me. Yeah. Yeah. Such a big topic because just bringing up, you know, the word power, we could do another episode on power and powerlessness, and right? Yes, and, we will. We but, will. <laughs> and, and I just, I do want to circle back to judgment and how, you know, it, it is through our lens, our individual lens that we begin to perceive and judge, mm-hmm. you know, where the problems or the shortcomings or the need for change is, right? And I think all of that is beautiful because we cannot evolve as an individual, you know, in relationship or in a community without that questioning, what if it was different? Um, But how can we do that and make space for, um, for, for non-judgmental behavior or non, non-judgment against another individual, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what the answer is, you know, but for me, I always like to think right, the questions of how am I being harmed and how can I peacefully um, bring about change that without harming others? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And to me, maybe that's what justice is. Right. How can I protect myself and be able to be whole without harming others. Yeah, I love that. I, I feel like it's so much, um, I know I always use the term how you're showing up, but it's because I think of it as you can show up as a judging person, you know, saying what you think is best, what you think is right, what you think is wrong, or you can show up as a curious person saying, why are you thinking that? How come you've come to this decision? And how does this feel right and good for you? And, and now, and I'm going to answer those questions as well, right? This is what I care about. This is what feels right and good, true for me. And this was what I will work towards. And we may feel differently about that. Yes. Yeah. So good. I know. And I think, I think uh, showing up without judgment is a practice that we only can rigorously work towards for ourselves. And it's an internal awareness that first that you're judging. And then second, that you, that is not how you want to contribute, right. In a judging kind of way, but rather in a different way, you know, curious and wondering and communicative and open connection and honest communication or whatever those other things are. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad that, that you brought that into it. I think it reminds me of in the four agreements, you know, mm-hmm. take nothing personally, right? Yes. And yes. how can, if we practice that, maybe that is the, the first step in learning how to be non-judgmental. That helped me so much. Take nothing personally. I love that uh, four agreements. I love that particular agreement because it not only helped me how I practiced it and got really good at it was one of the ways I did it was whenever I got a compliment, I, I really considered that as like a non-personal thing too. Like I would hear it and I'd go, thank you. And then internally I'd be going, Oh, that's really about them and what they like and what they think is good or right or true, or, you know, how, how their values is my, you know, like I, I went through the dialogue in my head going, 
it doesn't make me right. It doesn't make me good. It doesn't make me anything. It's just their opinion of me, right? So I did yes. it on both sides, right? Yes. Because I feel like we get so attached to being right and being good or being whatever, right? And this don't take anything personally is across the board. <laughs> it's about all of it, you know? Whatever they're saying is not, is a reflection of them, not me. Yeah. And how can you change your need for fairness by not taking things personally? Yeah. Right? Yeah. How can you change your need for fairness by not taking things personally? So that's a great suggestion as we kind of wind up right here today is that's a great journaling question. Where, think about the places that you judge, right? And then think about where are the places that you have a need for fairness? like start to do a, a, a little scan around, right, of your life. And how could those things actually fit together <laughs> or help you, right? To right? Look at. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and um, we might have to start with what do you consider to be unfair that you are experiencing, right? Mm-hmm. And then how would that change if it wasn't about you at all? If, yeah. if you didn't take it personal. Yeah. Ooh, good. So, anything like, else coming up for you? I know. I feel like it was such a big topic, Laurel. And I feel like we did a great job, uh, I think, introducing it and, and inviting yeah. our, our, um, our listeners and our friends out there to really consider this idea and start to start to begin to maybe make your own map, you know, of your value system, um, you know, where it, where it, where it's in the, in the things that are bothering you in the world today that are going on, you know, being seeing, seeing them as differing values, recognizing, you know, that other people are upholding those values and then, you know, getting really clear and what you're willing to commit and work towards. Cause I think that one of the things that, I think it's really hard in the world today that, or that's that for me is hard to bear is hearing so many people complain about things and saying, well, okay, then what what are we going to do about it? What are you going to, where, where, if you're going to complain and if you feel like this is wrong, then where are you going to spend your energy working towards it? Like the, the noise of complaining doesn't really do anything necessarily other than bring us more heavy, more down negativity, you know, this energy of, of um, judging and negativity. And I don't think it serves us. So I, I feel like to, to do the inner work, this is the inner, I guess, inner just, justice without judgment, right? Is do your own work, you know, and then make a decision of what you're going to really spend your time and your energy on, what you're going to work towards, what you're going to commit yourself to. That was one of our recent podcasts and, and get aligned there because I know I look around and there are a lot of things I don't like in the world and I wish were different, but I only have so much energy in the day. So where am I going to spend my energy and how am I going to make the impact that I think I can make in the greatest way and serve to me most readily to the people around me in life itself? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's really important. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the questions that I ask when something irritates me, what, what value is that someone else's action rubbing up against, right? Mm -hmm. Like what is the value that I hold that is being violated? 
right? Or or what's the boundary, right? Value and boundaries. And so yeah. as you know, if if you know to our listeners, if you are irritated by things that are going on in the world, you know, asking, well, where where am I being harmed? What value is of mine is being challenged or threatened? Right. And at least that gives you an indicator. And if you don't know because you haven't done that contemplation of what your core values are or what your top values are, maybe looking at what irritates you in the world is a really good way to define your values. Absolutely. And I want to just, I want to say, add to that. um, I I love my, well, we'll kind of wrap up with this lesson, but I always put anger and boundaries together and being irritated is the same thing as being angry, just a different variety of it. Um, And so if you're angry about something, where's, what are your boundaries around it and what needs to change there to relieve yourself of chronic anger. And, and it's not good for us to stay in a place of chronic anger. Anger is meant in, to, to help us move. It's a, it's a strong, forceful emotion, emotion, right? Energy and motion to help us do something. And so uh, what can you do, right? We come back to yes. that to relieve yourself and feel like the boundaries are where they want. You're, you're taking action in a way that you feel good about. And you, you're, that's what we can do. We can't, yes. uh, in these big systems that we're living in, they don't change overnight. This is the slow engine of change, right? Yeah. A lesson in patience. A lesson in patience. Oh, (laughs) Laurel. Well, Laurel, thank you for bringing this topic to us for our conversation. And I hope, I hope it's instigated some really good thinking and reflection for our friends out there today. Yeah, Yeah. me too. It's been fun. It's been good. We'll come back. We'll probably touch on it again. And we also talked about, um, let's see, uh, power and powerlessness. I want to come back to that topic. Well, we're going to go and uh, we'll map that out. We'll be bringing that to you before too long. All right, Laurel. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye for now. We're glad you're with us on this journey. If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Did you know that we're both life coaches? It would be an honor to work with you. When you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work, you'll find our contact information in the show notes. Thanks for being with us here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics that you'd like to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.